Welcome to the Lesbo and the Bean universe. Lesbo and the Bean. L-A-T-B. Lat-B. Where mixed martial arts and the UFC get silly. Big silly. Buckle up and move your tray tables to their upright position. And please, somebody shut that baby up. It's time for Lesbo and the Bean. Welcome back. Welcome back. Episode 174. We got another break ahead of us. Luckily, Bellator is going to keep us holding on in there. But before we get to all that, how have you been, Lesbo, since the last change into the guard, TJ Dillashaw being dethroned? How does it feel since you've been since removed of the weekend? I've watched it a bazillion times. I feel like TJ. Watched it a bazillion times. (laughs) Still feel like it was a little early of a stoppage, but I know the UFC and there's no going back. It is what it is. And, uh... It is what it is. This is we are moving on from here. Let's move on. I would totally Let's agree with that. On. Would totally agree with that. And I don't like re- immediate rematches. I think TJ wait for the winner of a Sunsal Moicon or um, Aldo Moicano. Or wait, who nope, is it? A Sunsal Marias. Marias. Aldo Moicano is fighting, but at one forty-five. Oh yeah. Okay. That's a good one. Too many A's. Um, <laughs> But I would rather him wait for the winner of that and just take a chill. I still think he was hurt enough if I'm a commission that he needs time off. He was knocked out. Or like Yeah, technically I, I think it's, it were... depends on the commission most or about 30 days. Yeah, so TJ can take a little breather. I think uh, Henry, figure out what's going on with your division. And honestly, if I'm the UFC, I cut Henry altogether. I cut that whole division all together, including Henry. And anyone who wants to come fight at 135, cool. New contracts at 135. Some of the, like, obviously some of those guys are going to carry over just fine. Wow. I am going to have to disagree only because I feel like the more fighters in the UFC and the more fights, the better the fans do. So I'd say keep it. Bring on every other weight class and uh, let's agree. just keep bumping this well, up. that is the odds. <laughs> yeah, bring on a 115 division. Yeah, exactly. I don't give a damn. Make an extra uh, 127 and a half. Make freaking 128. I don't care. Bring me more fighters. We got all sorts of organizations opening up all over the world. China, we thought initially might have been a little uh, light in the foot when it comes to kicks in all around martial arts but once we're really getting into the heart of it we're getting some diamonds in the rough out there with the amount amount of numbers that they have by contrast you're eventually going to get some guys that are now exposed and looking good in there they've been fighting since they were kids too now they've been growing up watching the same ufc very true very very true (sighs) so over the weekend there's been a lot of other news up a lot more other fights been breaking down. We officially have in April a UFC Miami. Here, Lesbo and the Bean are going to have to get together some sort of funds and figure out how to make an appearance in Miami because we got a headliner that's going to knock your socks off. USADA need not be applied because all the tests are going down. Every test is going to go through the roof. <laughs> I don't remember. I want to give somebody credit for this. I'm going to say Brett. Akimoto, but I could be totally wrong. It could be somebody else. No, it could, I don't want to throw shade his way and let him get he. It probably wasn't him, honestly. Um, 
I don't even remember. Somebody <laughs> online, you, and I probably retweeted it, said, are they, maybe it was Mac Malley. <laughs> are they going to have enough steroids for there to be enough steroids for them both to be preparing at the same time for the same fight? <laughs> In the, like in the area, in <laughs> yeah. the lower continental United States, are there enough steroids around? I'm going to say no. It's the top body contest. It is unbelievable that one of these fighters is in his 20s and the other one is 40. And it's in the body contest. We, we don't ha- have any clue how old Yoel is. <laughs> True. And actually, I was thinking of this earlier. We all like to presume and think that these athletes are actually um, older because they tried to skew their ages to make them uh, a little older for their bracket or younger for their bracket. But what if they actually went in reverse? And I think that too. Like, what about their 15? Exactly. <laughs> like, he really is actually like 32, but we say he's 40, so he has another eight years of people expecting him to diminish where he's in his prime. And he had to lie at some point to get into the Olympics. Agreed. Because he was a young kid and a prodigy. It could really be Where he was just nine, well, they say he's nine years old, but he was really actually like six or five, just way developed for his Everyone keeps waiting for him to diminish, but really he was 12, and right now he's like fucking 28. (laughs) That's a hell of a conspiracy. (laughs) That's kind of a fun one. They're all way, way younger, but, so it's officially Yol Romero versus Paulo Costa. Headlining that Miami event. Again, we're going to have to figure out a way to fund this and get good seats this time. It's going to be a fun one. I can't wait for all the fighters. Every single fighter that I'm in the Florida area is like, I'm on that card. I want to be on that card. Usman, uh, all of the freaking... Well, Usman's fighting Woodley. Right, 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 right. Any Armory people? Leon, Asneroff, Roberts, freaking... Robbie Lawler. Jason Knight, Robbie Lawler. No, Jason Knight's not in the UFC anymore. Oh, dang. Our boy, Luca. Um, I was going to Luke. Luca. I was about to say him as well. But there's multiple other fighters that come in and around Florida as a hotbed and take a lot of their time. Actually, a fighter I haven't heard much from, and I don't think many people have made sense of it. Sean Strickland, about three weeks ago, ended up getting in a wreck on his motorcycle. He lived... I don't know if they've officially put out what happened to him i think he does have minor leg damage but i don't know whether it's a broken leg or just tendons torn but i do remember him posting like i'm alive i'll be all right guys and it's just kind of been twitter silent he doesn't have a bout coming up but he was somebody i was big on have been on for a long time propane um might have combusted a little bit there but he's got a recovery ahead of him have you heard anything as of late I'm so glad he's okay, though. I haven't heard anything about that. I didn't even know that happened. Any other news? Uh, uh, uh. So, Lineker is healthy enough to schedule a fight one month from now. And he said he would do it at 135 or 145. So, that's 145. And I didn't even care to think that that Sam Hagen fight that he fell off was due to him not even getting close to weight. Hmm. Yeah. How does that change it all of a sudden when you're like, oh, wait, you're ready again? What was the injury? Fat. Oh, <laughs> what Forever Fatty, 2017, I believe it was John Lineker for one of us. Am I making that up? Moving up and you just get older. <laughs> Agreed. It just, you wear it different. Human growth hormone does grow the intestines, which does build mass in the body. 
and that stuff gets harder and harder to do. You, I think you start getting into a comp, but he says he does need to fight soon. So I don't know what that means. <laughs> he's fighting at 145. Is that what that means? And um, he needs to fight soon. So it also means he's been in training and now he's like, oh shit. And he, like you're saying, he can't come close to weight, but maybe he could do it in 30 days. So yeah, look for that in the future. Um, Mike Johnson calls out Kevin Lee. Michael Johnson mm-hmm. at 155 Johnson. pounds. Yeah, sorry. That's an interesting fight. That's the top tenors. I like it. Michael Johnson has been on a skid for a little while, but he's been fighting nothing but the top level talents for a little while. I mean, is it really profile? That's an under. That's not a main event by any means. That's a good co-main mm-hmm. event, if not right before the co-main. Yeah. Well. Is Kevin Lee on a loss and Michael Johnson on a win? Uh, yes, Kevin Lee just lost to Ally I think that's Kinta. a good call out. As I much agree. as I'm like, Kevin Lee, he doesn't need to take that fight. But yeah, he kind of does. He might be on a double loss. Nope. No, one. Oh, wait. Was it Ferguson and then Ally Kinta? I think so. He might have got a win in between there. I could probably look it up. Wait, if but was... that one was is a fun one that is potentially announced. One that we officially had break. I know Lesbo alluded to it a couple episodes ago, but it is official. We have a leg kicker's extraordinaire at the 155-pound division. We got Edson Barbosa officially signed with Justin Gaethje. Oh, he did. He beat Edson Barbosa in between. Okay. <laughs> well, as we were just saying, Edson Barbosa has a newly signed bout with Justin Gaethje. Somebody's leg's coming off. Who do you think has the advantage? The technical Muay Thai striker or the wrestling brawler? Who is dressed really more of a brawler with leg kicks? Gaethje, I'm going to say the same thing about him that I'll say about him for every fight always. If he would use his wrestling, he could totally win the fight in the same way everybody else beats Edson Barboza. If you can wrestle, you can beat Edson handedly. Sure. Kevin Lee, Khabib. Um, So, and Justin Gaethje, amazing wrestling. But if he stands as to or if he chooses to stand and throw with Edson, he has to be, I don't, I think he can lose that fight. I agree a hundred percent. I just want to remind you of immediately what I thought was Dariush, Benil Dariush for Edson Barbosa, spamming that takedown and Edson eventually countering when his head's ducked, which Gaethje likes to duck his head. I just see, I think we've called it before with Gaethje as well. Those up-the-middle knees and uppercuts hurt him because he ducks his head so far forward. Edson Barbosa can do that and make you go night-night. Yeah, Edson Barbosa has a crazy uppercut. You're and so a crazy right. flying knee that he, shoots out, yeah. that he shoots out of nowhere. Fun fight. And I'm really excited Edson for that Edson Barbosa, uh, he'll throw a leg kick for leg kick, which is something that Justin Gaethje isn't really used to, where it's like he'll time Justin Gaethje's leg kick and kick his other leg out from under him. He's... Edson Barboza is dangerous on the feet. So, but if they stand and throw, could be a banger while it's lasting. Heck, yeah, it could be. That could be fun to hear. Easy. Any Justin Gaethje, but especially against another striker. Wow. What a profile fight. What a profile fight. Any other ones that have been signed as of recently that you might want to profile here? Um, Things that I wanted to talk about, uh, because it's, a lot far enough away, but not get deep into it. But Bobby Knuckles versus Gastelum, do you have any 
lean right now. I want to say that's uh is it a rematch from the show? Were they around the show? Maybe they weren't just on two different ones. I think you may be right. I think it is from the show. I think they might have been Heavy on the hitters. show. And I think maybe one of them... Or no, they did do... Uh, yeah, this is for the tough show. I was thinking they maybe competed against each other initially back on the show because they were both 170 years that have both moved up to 85 now. So True, true. I... I'm going to just go with Whitaker. I just think he has a bit more movement where Gastelum is more of the sprawl and brawl. Where Whitaker is all around a better MMA fighter. Gastelum's boxing though, he got some good hands. You know I like me some Gastelum hands. So I'm excited for that one. But I am leaning towards the champion right now to retain his belt. Cardio there as well. Kelvin better be working on that cardio. I'd agree with that as well. Working on the cardio. I think just surviving Yoel twice. Agreed. You can do anything. <laughs> Agreed. You can do anything. That's pretty good props. With the Pio Costa, Yoel, where do you lean? I want to go with Yoel Romero because of the wrestling, even though he doesn't use it as much. I always am, he always has that in his back pocket where Paulo Costa, we've seen only be a striker with good takedown defense, but we haven't seen him against Joel Romero level of fighting, which Riola is also has great striking, but Paulo has straighter punches against more of a looping puncher, so you know who I think wins there. But as far as MMA, Joel Romero is a better MMA fighter. I'm leaning towards Joel right now. Does either fighter make weight? I think Paolo does. And Yol, they're close enough to Cuba. They got some spies helping him. They got some Cuban tactics. <laughs> <laughs> He's close enough to home. Yeah, he doesn't have to ship his I medicine say all neither the way around. Make weight. Oh, Paolo's young enough, man. He can he can I think they both are weight missers. I think they're both I might be talking about So is this at two is this at two oh five or one eighty five? I think they just both miss weight by like two pounds. So they go up to two oh five say, All right, man. That's it's what okay, they man. should do. They should just both fight at 205. They're both 185ers. They should just both do that. They both have trouble, I think. I would agree with that. So, I don't know. I think Yoel as well right now. I think this is a huge step up for Paulo Costa. And I like him everywhere. He is a fun hype train. But I think Yoel Romero. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> Yoel Romero. That is a lot of ask. That's a lot of ask. It makes me wonder... That's a good fight, though. That's a great... I mean, holy hell. They're Yo giving Romero us a controversially could be the champion right now. That's how close both fights You're were. You're right. Like, Yo Romero is the number two in the division. Scary guy. Definitely a fun one. Can't wait to get there. And Paulo Costa punches himself out very quickly, and Yoel just takes over. That's kind of what I see happening <laughs> right now as well. But it's going to be fun to finally break that one down in April when we get there. Okay, other fights, um, which it was one of our originals until we didn't feel like he could ever make a title run again. But I love to see him fight, even if I don't think he can make a title run. How are you feeling about Till versus Masvidal? I'm excited for that, but unfortunately, like you were saying, Masvidal was one of our rider dies for a while. But once we started to see that he really just fights to the level of his opponent... He lets fights get away from him, and that's exactly Darren Till's game plan, where he will edge out a close decision because he knows how to put the game plan together where Jorge Masvidal will, a lot like Bobby Green, 
counter-strike so much, he'll give up the fight and think he won. Where he just doesn't have that switch as much anymore. Jorge Masvidal, perennial though, perennial top 10 bordering on top 6 guy in the division. So I think this is actually a really, really close fight. If Masvidal decided to throw takedowns in there, Till loses this fight. But again, Jorge Masvidal is his own worst enemy. So I got Till in this one. In a close, dirty split. Is it a five-rounder? Um, It probably will be the main event if of London. If it's a main event, there are five, there are five <laughs> it rounds. It probably will be the main event of London. It's a big enough fight to be the main, don't you think? Yeah, now that Till's headlined a couple of those London fight cards or UK cards. Yeah. Game Bread. Game Bread's old school. He brings that old school audience in. Um, oh, I, just, I have Till just by size purely. I think Masvidal is a natural 155-er. I think fighting at 185, he'd be a perfect tweener. He'd be the perfect 165-er. I think um, fighting up at 170 against a guy that we, I'll be interested to see until makes weight every single time until he doesn't do it again because he's a guy that I don't think his body looks natural at all at 170. Right. So he's just a huge 170-er. So I just think the bigger guy wins there. So, speaking of guys who don't look natural at 170 pounds, Anthony Pettis, Anthony Pettis officially has signed about with Josh, well, not Josh, Stephen Thompson at 170 pounds. The former 145er featherweight is going all the way up because he specifically believes that Duke Rufus and Rufus Sport have been able to systematically pick apart Stephen Thompson with those two T Wood fights. Duke Rufus was the number one coach for T Wood. So Anthony Pettis thinks that he's going to go in there and mimic what T Wood did and be able to take out Stephen Thompson. I feel like it, we've seen this happen multiple times over in other organizations, and the guy with size always wins. You know, I got Stephen Thompson, but he's going to likely be the favorite there. Who do you have? You did allude to this fight. Speculating I just it can't even imagine, and I don't think there's a lot of 155ers that I think Anthony Pettis is up there against right now in the top 10. So the 170ers, do I think he's smart of him to go in against a top five guy? I don't think that's really smart. <laughs> Follow me here. Follow me, because you're going to love this. Anthony Pettis is like, damn, I can beat up 175ers. I'm going to move up. Michael Kiesa did it. <laughs> and he just beat Carlos Condon which you know how I feel about that entire situation so I mean he always like, oh. does look garbage at weigh-ins and I don't mind the fighters not fighting up what about if he looks really great in there and it's a whole new Anthony Pettis I'd love to see a resurgence up for him like people have been asking Thompson to move up though to 85 for a while he's a guy who I, who's a huge 70 pounder at like 6162. I I don't I I this is what I wonder. How many boring fights are going to happen that we stop blaming the other fighter like T Woods gets blamed for the boring fights against Wonderboy, uh-huh. Till gets blamed for the boring fights against Wonderboy. Everybody gets blamed for the boring fights against Wonderboy except Wonderboy. And so Ooh. I just want to know when and I'm just interested to see, is Wonderboy going to go out there and maul him? Not his style. He's very counter-striker as well. Oh. He runs in throwing. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested, so let's see. 
Me too. Will I'm it pull excited. out a different? It's now or never. How many? When was the last time Wonder Boy won? Did he beat Till? I don't think he did, but I think he did. I think, but I don't think he won. <laughs> the fans thought he did, but the UK judges didn't. So <laughs> that is gonna be a fun one. So. Other fight car, other bots that have been signed off the top of my head. Have you watched any TV? <laughs> like regular television? Yeah, like... Now we, that there's no UFC on for the next three weeks? What would you tell anyone to get into? Uh, actually, I've been slowly trudging along through Homecoming on Prime or whatever way you like to stream your media sources from. But Homecoming with Julia Roberts has a little bit of a government... MK Ultra Psy Op kind of background to it. You know, we like conspiracies here at Lappy, so it's not the best I've ever seen, but I've watched so many shows, there's not a lot left for me, and this is one that I'm actually enjoying. Hmm. Have you heard of it? No, but I bet it's good because Julia Roberts is in it. I mean, she usually signs on for pretty decent movies. That and a lot of what to do. And conspiracy movies, <laughs> like conspiracy Theory wasn't she in that conspiracy? Yeah, with, with yes, that Mel was a great Gibson. one. Yeah, with Gibson, that's one yeah. of his my favorite Mel Gibson movies by far. Forever Young, Mel Gibson's in a lot of weird movies. Geronimo, what women want? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I think about Gibson, not Die Hard. Mad Max, <laughs> Braveheart. We could yeah. go for days. We could go for days. Yeah. So. Uh, Mel Gibson being a weapon fan. is the shit. That is. Oh, did I say Die Hard? I did. Oh, <laughs> Die Hard. We could go for days. We could go for days. Dang it. I didn't even know you said Die Hard until. Just some white I guys. Was, yeah, I, was, I didn't even. Are there, is there any shows that you would recommend to the fans oh. in this little bit of break from UFC? If you can, if you're a man that's comfortable enough with your heterosexuality. Or homosexuality, for that matter. And you can watch it if you... Or last season, you watched American... I think it was American Crime Story. And it was the story of O.J. Simpson. And Cuba Gooding Jr. played O.J. Simpson. And David Schwimmer played the Kardashian lawyer. Rob Kardashian, is Yeah, that and it was that whole series. So the next season, the season two of that, is the Gianni Versace murder. Interesting. And that's officially out? It's on the Netflix, and it's called Versace, and but it's that second series of that, and we have been um, balls deep <laughs> in that. We have just for like three days straight. We've just been watching. We just finished it last night, so. Yeah, it was good, and if you, it's kind of, in my opinion, it's conspiratorial, but you got to look past what they're telling you. You got to read between the lines. You got to read between the lines. Constantly here at Lappy, you always got to read between <laughs> the lines. But I think it's enough to sit down. It's just because it's the Gianni Versace was a gay man in Miami, Florida during the time that AIDS was a big deal, and the guy who killed him was a gay man. So a lot of the backstory, you know how they told the O.J. Simpson one where it went back to him in college and stuff? Right. They do that for both characters, and so it's a lot of gay stuff. So you just have to be comfortable enough to watch because I'm like, whoa, I can't believe they would show this on TV on the network that it's on because some of the stuff I'm like, Good for you, TV. Like, we have come such a long way. If you want to be comfortable with some gay stuff, you got to get on 
Lesbo and the Bean? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, RuPaul drag season race. RuPaul all-stars drag season drag four. Race. Drag race. That's live right now. Valentina, you know that's my girl. She's repping. Not Valentina Shevchenko. <laughs> Valentina, stage name drag queen Valentina, has been laying, laying it down. Funny how it crosses over, but uh, you got to be comfortable with your gay self. It's a lot of fun, though. I've definitely been enjoying all the drama on the RuPaul show. All the show. drama. <laughs> yeah. So, just some stuff, because there's time to fill. And I watched Richard Rawlings on Joe Rogan. I watched Brendan Schaub had his comedy hour, and I watched him talk discuss that. Yeah, your name. Yeah, how it went, and it went good. How do you? What did you feel about his comedy album? Oh, it's not released yet. He oh, just shot it. Whoa, yeah, it's not released yet. But I did see a couple people's posts on Instagram, and it looked like he had a cool set. Like it said, his name huge with lights behind it, and he got a pair of shoes made um, with his son's name on them. That's cute. It's all right. Little cute stuff. Another fun movie that, and this is going to be the last reference, I guess, for as far as other stuff to watch. Annihilation with Natalie Portman just came out. It's a sci-fi thriller. for a little bit. I think so. I just finally watched Fell it. into it. And was and? like, oh. I was pleasantly surprised. It's a sci-fi flick. Some people say it's scary. It's more like jump scares than anything, but it's sci-fi. I don't find that, I don't know. I was surprised in the visual graphics reminded me of Alex Gray painting come to life when they were in the ship supposedly or whatever the meteorite was that all makes sense later spoiler alert <laughs> no they tell you about the meteor oh, no. in the first two seconds of the oh, movie oh no okay. <laughs> not a spoiler at all I know isn't it a weird thing in life like how long do you have to give a spoiler alert how many months yeah or how where it's like there's always going to be content out there that other people are going to follow. Spoiler alert, he's a ghost in the sixth sense. Bruce Willis is a ghost, just saying. <laughs> I just feel like as a person, at what point, it's, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, back to fights. <laughs> back to MMA. How do you feel about Ariel dropping a little bit of knowledge talking about that ESPN listened to the fans and said that they were going to change the commercial advertising section of their ESPN Plus deal, and they're actually going to change the time frame of the fights where Ariel's saying, I promise you guys, these long, drawn-out six-hour nights aren't going to be happening. It's going to be condensed. Bring it on, baby. Bring yeah, it on. Very cool. Can you imagine being able to do two things, like watch fights and... And have a live cast yeah. afterwards? Oh, shit. Because there it's not go. two in the morning? Yeah, there you go. There you go, there you go. Or even um, the commercials at the corner. That's the stuff we have to start tweeting more of. Why isn't the commercial just playing at the corner right now? Or where a flyer flashes up and it's like, this fight's brought to you by Modelo. Or fucking right. some bullshit. They don't have to run commercials all in between. It's just such an old school style of thinking. Agreed. It's such a, like, let's get off the box. And let's keep the platform running. And, to in my opinion, you can have things in between the fights. 
You can have them talk. It can move over to the desks and they can talk about the stuff. And then it would matter when you have Joe Rogan on the side. Or it would also matter that they might have to get somebody that's a little bit of a personality. It can't be just drab star over there. Right. Because they might have to fill all the time in between. I'm not saying like a Ryan Seacrest and it might not be a Joe Rogan, but maybe it would have to be somebody like a Brian Callender or a Brennan Schaub. Ah, just kidding, <laughs> Always everyone. pulling for that B-Shop. Oh, just kidding. Always pulling for that B-Shop. So not to get into too dark of things, but I am going to switch the tone a little bit to the dark side of MMA. Boom, boom, boom. Have you heard any of these allegations? I know I was saying a little bit about um, Connor apparently having charges in a child out there that may not be D's. Have you heard anything else about said allegations that might oh, be coming You know, I've Connor? seen people talking about how, oh, he's not going to get out of this one, and he Ooh. assaulted somebody, and blah, 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 blah. But I have no idea even what happened. So please fill me in. I looked into it. I got into the dirt. You know, because I'm such a, like... Fangirl. Love the only her. thing more than Brendan Schaub is my Connie. <laughs> my Connie <laughs> McGregor. So apparently, and this is, I couldn't even tell you the sources because all of the names and re-pictures have all been X'd out a few times. It's on the Twitterverse if you look hard enough. But essentially what people are saying the allegations are is Connor McGregor was over in his hometown or home area and there was a young lady who was known to be a little promiscuous and she was coming around flirting at him and whatever maybe she wasn't she was around there but connor was with his clique of dudes and he said hey look at this slag look at this one i'm gonna be nailing her by the end of the night and she was like get out of here you're stupid i don't like you and then he just said some other gratuitous stuff and then as the party went on later on through the night everybody was drinking and he was having a lot of drugs. Apparently, he has a big drug issue is what's also alleged. Coke problem? Not only coke, they're saying pills and alcohol because he's got that, you know, proper 12, proper. So, apparently, the night goes on. They meet, they're in some either kitchen or back room. He ends up assaulting her by telling her he does whatever he wants. He ends up raping her and ends up even... Having a weak pullout game, which now gave her a baby, which is also where he came into this fight with that dude at the pub and all of this other stuff. Supposedly, that kid's is, born. That kid's born. They were talking looks about just it. like Connie McGregor. Well, people are also saying D hasn't even acknowledged his second baby because they're so on the rocks in their relationship now that she's found out that these allegations have even come up. That not only was his kid born out of with not a relationship, but it's out of a uh, crime out of a sexual assault, unfortunately. Have you heard any of this? No. Woo! Light breaking here at Lappy. It's dark. I told you. I'm sorry. It's going to get no, dark. No, that is so interesting. But there's so much other Instagram stuff that I've talked about this other baby before. But I didn't know if it was consensual or... It I've was heard about pronounced. the other baby in life. Well, I talked about the baby. I've heard about the other baby in life. <laughs> and I have... Um, heard about the assault in life and i've never heard about a sexual assault in life from conor mcgregor that's new so that's crazy to me if you if you could throw a dolly through a window what do you think you're able of doing i think that's wrestling (laughs) planned 
That I think that's planned. I think the UFC <laughs> knew that. Was, I think all that was planned. Yeah, that was all show. For show, drama. Yeah. Big drama show. Um, He didn't know what he was going to do, but he knew he was going to do something. He thought he would throw it up against the side of the bus. I don't think he meant for the window to break. Um, Whatever. I said so that to change the subject, I want to get back because That's the a Connor shame, lover... Though, if he raped somebody and got all wasted and raped somebody, because the drug thing doesn't surprise me. I hope it's not as unraveling. I hope he's being smarter than that. Um... But doesn't every other story line up to somewhere that making sense? Like all of the other outrageous things that have already gone on where you're like, impulse control might not be there. And you could see that he may have got on pills a little bit because he's probably in pain. It seems like a lot of the what fighters... What fighter is it? Yeah, that's what it seems like a lot of the fighters. And so then he's probably on pills and he's selling... I don't know. It's so overwhelming and it'll be very interesting to see how it all plays out and he could be you know ireland seems like a small town <laughs> it's a huge it's a i know it's a country like <laughs> it's but it seems like just a very Agreed. You like be your name could you go do. sour very fast there it, does, it seems like their attention spans not an american attention span where like we'll be on to the next in a week we'll be on to the next thing it seems like they actually might hold somebody accountable for something for their lifetime where they're like, oh, you have that trashy McGregor name. Mm-hmm. It was out loud for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because they were fighters, it's because they were fuckers. Trash. Trash. <laughs> uh, I hope that didn't happen though for the, I girl, agree. For the I... girl's sake in real life. Or for UFC. The child. This is our yeah. so called iconic star. But even I have heard that there's an entire uh, group of individuals or a uh, commission, a legal cohort of people that are actually putting together a bunch of charges and are all at their parliamentary stages or whatever their legal issues actually have a case ready to be served towards Conor McGregor as well. So I haven't officially seen it, but they say it's going to drop every any day now. Wow. I don't know. That's big news. Big, huge, do you, huge. Do you think there's any ties with the D not really talking about the new baby? Because do you think this all ties together or am I just speculating on that and connecting lines that shouldn't be there? Um, Thoughts that shouldn't be this there. This ties into what? D's what? D not really talking about the second baby because we've heard about Connor Jr. all day, every day. And all of a sudden, she had another kid. Hmm. Did D adopt? The other child? No, she was... I don't... She won't break... They showed us pregnant. No, Junior. she put up a picture or two of herself and she's <laughs> trying to get back to the baby body. I follow Dee as well. We can check out her Instagram. Because I seen them at Christmas. They look really happy. Um, they were like had all those family type pictures up, you know? True, true, true. Showing that everything's okay. Showing the public. Nothing to see here. Regular old McGregor. And there are always, there's tons of them together. There's tons of baby McGregor. When yeah, was the second baby supposed maybe to be born? Maybe she feels gross. I don't know when the second baby was That's born. That's what I... But we knew Connor Jr. was christened into the MMA world. And all of a sudden... Or is it because they saw the way Connor McGregor Jr. was christened and they're like, we don't want this for the second one. I don't know. That's crazy. That's Ooh, all crazy. That'd be conspiracy. A foot. Number two. A foot. 
Number two, number two. Um, did you know that UFC, the where were we just at? UFC Brooklyn had almost two million viewers for the prelims. I was hearing that. That is insane. I love it. That's I didn't insane know insane for the prelims. I was who closed out the prelims? Cowboy Cerrone. What did everybody say that should have happened? You know what? So the app. It was just to bring people over to the app. So Cowboy almost had to be the biggest fight of the night. I wonder if there was more eyes on him than TJ Dillashaw. I could potentially see that for sure. I could too. I could as well. But I was hesitant on this ESPN deal. So far, we're getting off on the right foot. It's only been one event. But if ESPN is listening to the fans better than Fox did at all, because Fox didn't give a shit. I don't like that Skip Bayless dude at all. I don't think he should be in there. I know that they have to bring there, but we got good commentators. They brought most of them over. Um, maybe someone other. Keep it Skip Bayless doing that basketball and football and other stuff. He don't know nothing about punching somebody in the face. And Stay in your I lane. mean, let's really be honest too. Do we need any more MMA people talking? <laughs> Agree. You got, we got two, enough. You got we two got prime enough. prime here. <laughs> we got enough. We got enough. We got our people. We got our people. Like, you can keep your Skip Bayless and we have Chael Sonnen. Like, you know what I mean? A it's million. like, we got our people over here. We got our Ariel. We got our B-Shobs. We got our J JREs. We got our Chris Angels. I mean, Robin Brown. Black. Black. <laughs> Robin Brown. Damn it. <laughs> I thought you did that on purpose. <laughs> Robin Brown. <laughs> um, did you hear that DC retirement is prolonged, but he will not be returning to light heavyweight? I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. DC's making top dollar right now. Being a champ, being one of the most tenured fighters, having also multiple other contracts. I mean, I know his body probably doesn't want to, but I guarantee you Daniel Cormier is making more money fighting Derek Lewis right now than he was fighting anybody else prior to it's just everything's finally coming up daniel cormier daniel cormier do you think if he fought john jones he'd get booed again or do you think people are so over john jones they finally boo john jones i feel like people are starting to boo john jones and i feel like even this new arrival of this football athlete hardy is more proving like hey we are, we do forgive and forget, but there's levels where it's fine. Like, all right, we don't want you. We don't want to deal with you. Maybe Hardy isn't there yet, but it just left a really weird taste in my mouth this last weekend with that disqualification. And John Jones just having so many habitual issues, even in his last fight. This the weekend before last? Yeah. Well, the month before yeah, last. Yeah, whatever it was. <laughs> whenever it was. Right. Years ago. Whenever that was. Years and years ago. If we're dreaming, if we're manifesting, like your manifesting powers are strong, you're like, I need a smart TV. <laughs> hey, you're, you know, yes, like you like agree. put it out to the universe and then you just had it. Yes. That's like That's pretty dope. cool. That's I like that. Cool. I agree. So if your manifesting powers are strong right now, um, what fights do you put on UFC Miami for us to go and witness? And uh, where do we sit? What, what, what do you picture? Uh, I want to sit 
in the like 109 section I already looked at the venue even though they don't have tickets up for uh -huh. it I want like the 109 right by the door where the fighters walk out I think that's where they walk out but it has to be on the rail where we can actually like, slap hands as uh -huh. they walk by and like <laughs> yeah have a little picture and like hey I know you I've seen you I mean, obviously, we talked about it earlier. Most Florida fighters I'm going to want to see. But throw in for me a couple of those Portland guys if you can. Uh, there's not many in there right now. But Luque, a Florida fighter we have to see in April. When's Askren already has a fight soon coming up? Um, Ben is fighting Robbie. Yeah, and that's also with I feel with like them. it's booked already. I right? think it's booked. So, Luque... Throwing Ponzinibbio in there, throwing Jillian Roberts, give me a little Asneroff, throw in some freaking, who else do we got that I'm, I know I'm forgetting. Favoriting right now. Right, 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 right. There's so many other fighters. Colby Covington, and he's got the time. Get one of the new belts on <laughs> if there. he has the time. <laughs> um, Those are just like 170 years. I'm not even talking about. like a fun card. Oh, all the other New Yorkers that are going to probably just come down and be like, hey, let's go. JJ, she, you know, she Crazy match. Here. You make a crazy match. Like a super fight for Miami? Or just oh, like something in, weird. Uh, Yo Romero, Paulo Costa. That's a... That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's what kind of fight night it might be. <laughs> that's a main event that I'm like, hey, you want to see a freaking crazy... You want to see somebody die? <laughs> <laughs> I hope not, but yeah, I know. It's an unbelievable match. see a dead body? <laughs> Unbelievable. A throw in Adesanya in there, giving some Robert Whitaker, get him in there. Uh, DC, John Jones 3, put it in Miami. What else do we want to see? <laughs> well, we want to be able to get tickets. But if we're True. just one of But if you want my yeah, dream fights, it's your dream fights, you want yeah. my dream fights. You're like DC, John Jones, Larry. match, DC, heavy. John Jones. <laughs> Heavyweight, Shevchenko. Yes. Shevchenko. Shevchenko, I as the co main. Ooh. It's not for a belt, Yo Romero Costa, is it? So they would have to be the main event there. But Yo Romero Costa main event for those two ladies? I'm buying that pay-per-view. I'm buying that paper. No, I'm showing up in person. Yeah, you're going in person. <laughs> I already, I willed it to come into Florida this year. Woo! And for UFC fans, you know, they don't always come to your state unless you live in California and New York these days. They're not always there. So I was like, please, again, again, again. In Miami, True. UFC Miami. That is I'm going down. to Miami. Bienvenidos a Miami. The other idea, why do we have to have belts at all? Wouldn't it be cooler if we had rings? By the way, I didn't realize that the why not do both? Because rings are dope as hell and you can actually sell one of those. But I don't like that they're not getting a new belt. I don't like that either. I thought that, okay, you get that belt and another belt. One Fleck and Jim? One fleck of We know one that gym? those are man-made finite resource, non-finite resources. Diamonds ain't precious. They ain't forever. You can make those with peanut butter. And we all know you can't glaze the belt with the coffee, the new coffee club glaze. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find, I thought they got a new one every time. I agree. But like That's the only the reason I stuck up for because I was like, oh, maybe it's like $10,000 instead of a $3,000 belt. Just like Connor so used to say back something. in the day, and Roy Jones, it looks dope when you got nine belts. Yeah. When you can put all your belts on your arms and be like, no, 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 this is what I did. Where it's just one with all the, because on a photo, it's not going to show up. Yeah, UFC, cheap, cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap, cheap. And what, are you going to give me my belt back? No. 
Agreed. I'm not even bringing my belt in. You don't get the picture of me getting it. I'll so have, if you lose the belt... Then I am in charge of the picture, and I'll decide to release it on my Instagram, and then if you want it for your UFC stuff, you'll have to buy the picture from me. Interesting. I'm not going to bring my belt. If you're just going to give me a gem, mail me the gem. I'll have it put on. That's what I'm saying. Like, it just... Mail me... What, are you going to bring it out to me in a box and, per, like, Jim? No. It's a little guy named Jim. Hey there! <laughs> <laughs> you want to do your taxes? <laughs> That's so stupid. That's so stupid. Yeah, I don't like that either. Not I was trying all. to stick up for their crazy belt. But a ring is a fun idea. You could put more gems on a ring. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Make it a crazy old why Super Bowl not, ring. Why can't they just have a $10,000 ring so it's valuable? Yeah, agree. Like, why can't it be valuable? Why can't it be... Because they can't even make money on their sponsorship yeah, they rock names. time. They can pawn that belt. I like, and then there's chances that those belts get out to the mainstream. Yeah, you know, we get we'll get a GoFundMe here at Live for one of them damn belts. It'll be on our. It'll be around the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> the dog. Um. Hmm. Do you have anything else to add? I feel like we've touched on most bases that I had. We got into the dirt whenever we needed to. There is still a little bit of a break. Before I was going to ask you one thing then. On, yes. on the way. Last thing. Let's and go. It's just a little one. I mean, let's go. Let's go, let's go. If Tony and Khabib were happening at UFC Miami. <laughs> I mean, obviously the main event. Oh, yeah. Let's say that's the okay. main. Let's say that's the main. Co-main is Shevchenko I. Oh. And then a fight on the card is Yoel versus Costa. Because why would that even be a five round? That seems crazy as hell. That's Agreed. That's crazy. You don't even need it. Just three rounds. So let's say that was the fight guard, Tony Habib. I don't even know how I would react to that. I feel would like... Would you wear a diaper? Yeah, it would be one of those crazy... No, there's enough time. We've went and done a live one before. We got enough time to run up and pee real quick. Wouldn't have to wear a diaper, but uh, I feel like it would have to be, instead of driving up from Orlando like we did last time, get a hotel because you're going to be spit. I'm going to be spit. Oh, yeah. Even, I'm going to be wrong out. thinking about it. Do, do you think Tony can beat Khabib? Yes. But Shevchenko, I, woo, come on, ladies and gentlemen. Especially if I get to touch one of them, get a little spit on me, woo. I might need a diaper for that. Tell you what. Khabib jumps out of the octagon. Hits you in the head with a knee. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Intercepting knee on accident. You're just like Khabib. That would be amazing. Yes. Yes. fun times. Yes. My Diego Sanchez. Yes. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I guess that's it. And then Sunday, we don't have... Is it a pay-per-view coming up? It's not. I don't believe it is. What is coming up? February 2nd. I am going to pull it up and look at it. Just to give us another little... Just to give you a taste, taste of what we have. A snippet. I haven't... I did start to pick it, but I was just like, all right, I guess I got another little break. And, you know, the beans always try a to Sun Sal versus Mariah's too. But the main event... Oh, we didn't even get into this weekend. Actually, there is going to be fights with... Ryan Bader and Fedor. Everybody knows how I feel about that. There's also Aaron Pico, the wrestler, is going to be on the undercard as well. He And so is Ricky Bendejas, the guy who beat Gallagher. So there's a couple fights to watch. We've talked about it a little bit before. I'm just going to say this. It's a really interesting point of view. I can't say it's my own personal one, but Jack Slack said it, and I think it is very valid, that Ryan Bader looks really good against people 
he should or doesn't respect in the striking, a la Rashad Evans, other guys he's gotten out of there quick. If he hesitates at all in the striking, he gets bowled over in there. Tito Ortiz, other guys that just moved forward on Ryan Bader. So, Fedor Emelianenko, even though he's not like himself, he comes at you like a goddamn Russian tornado. And Ryan Bader could just crinkle up and we've known his chin's a little iffy. Then again, this is Bellator, Bellator so the juice might be loose. I think you're right with Bador. I'm siding with Bador. But uh, don't color me surprised if, if Fedor throws a crazy uppercut and it lands because it is Bellator. I wonder how easy this fight is going to be to announce. Fader versus Bader. <laughs> it's such a weird <laughs> one. And it's like Ryan Bader, Fedor. Correct. It's such that enough difference where... <sighs> and then there's a pay-per-view. So we have this week, Bader... So it's enough to get you through. Correct. Then next week, we have a Sunsound versus... Mar- Mariah's Mariah's too. too, which and that whole fight card is it. Don't sleep on that card. Oh, uh, Jose Aldo Moicano yeah. is a co-main event. A three round. That's why. Because Jose didn't want. He didn't a five. want a five round. He's been five rounding for the last ten okay. years of his life. Okay, I'll watch that. I'll watch that all day. Yeah, that's so. such a fun one. But there's a bunch of other really good. Yeah, ones. really good. Ma- ones. Lyman, good. Yeah. Versus Maya. Yeah. Ledette versus uh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is an interesting, weird fight. Agree. Uh, oh, I thought it was my so boy. So MMA news in between. Everybody might be having a slow week, so maybe tweet at us. Look us up on our Instagram. Everywhere you'll find us at Lesbo and the Bean. And as always, we thank you and appreciate your listens. Lesbo and the Bean! Thanks for listening to Lat B. For all things Lesbo and the Bean, head over to lesboandthebean.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter.